Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And recent history just showing I'm, I'm on here a lot. Commit after commit after commit for the Gators. And of course, you know, I'm going to be right here on Gators Breakdown bringing you all the details of the commitment. This one, Eugene Wilson, been hinting at, hinting at it for a little while. Uh, the dates kind of changed a little bit throughout the last week or so, but finally, Eugene Wilson commits to the Gators right here on this Friday. Um, it was around four o'clock uh, when he pulled the trigger there. I'm coming at you uh, a few hours after that. I had to get some things in order. Eat some dinner on this Friday night. Ready to get the weekend started. But before I get that weekend started, coming right here at you as we can discuss another Gator commit for the class of 2023. 12 commits right now for the class. The latest being Eugene Wilson right here on the hills a day after Marcus Stokes, quarterback, commits to the Gators. Treyon Webb, running back, commits to the Gators. Offensive onslaught here for the last three commitments for the Gators. So we'll get into it all right here on Gators Breakdown, what kind of player Wilson is, uh, and just some um, kind of overall notes uh, I kind of want to go through before uh, I get off here. And it won't be too mu- too long of an episode, uh, just you know, on the heels of a pretty long episode yesterday. Uh, big thanks once again to Denny Thompson uh, diving into Marcus Stokes, the type of quarterback he is, the type of person he is. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to that episode. Denny really – really gives a whole lot of intel uh, on, on the Gators' newest quarterback commit there. So before we get started here with Eugene Wilson, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. really helps us out here on Gators Breakdown. Let's get the 10,000 subs before the season starts. Check us out at the home of Gators Breakdown, news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. You can get more background on the Jacksonville area recruits right there. Uh, and if you haven't joined, please join Gators Breakdown Plus. I'm telling you, the, the, the conversation's going on there. 
I uh, did a Q&A episode earlier this week, too, uh, that was recruiting heavy, NIL heavy. So a bonus episode there for Gators Breakdown Plus members uh, if you want more Gators Breakdown Plus content. So uh, here we go. Let's get started right here. Gator Nation, one more time. We got to commit. And this time it is Eugene Wilson, a four-star on the 24-7 Sports Composite, a four-star on the own three consensus. And he's going to be playing wide receiver for the Gators. He is listed as an athlete. He is dual threat. He will play both sides of the ball in high school. Just coming up, um, just coming up fall. But he will be a wide receiver for the Gators. But let's take a look at the details here. Mention four star, twenty four seven Sports Composite. He is the hundred and forty seventh overall player in the country. The tenth ranked athlete in the country on the 24-7 sports composite move over to own three consensus as i said four star there as well also the 147th overall player in the 25th ranked wide receiver comes in at 511 165 pounds jitterbug speed um on the on the gators breakdown plus discord um District and Paul sit there saying, and, and I've seen them both say it, and, and they like it, and it's perfect speed in space. This is what you're getting with Eugene Wilson. Once again, 5'11", 165 pounds for the Gators. He is the highest-ranked player in the class right now, just ahead of defensive lineman T.J. Searcy. <clears throat> Excuse me there. Uh, after getting Trayon Webb on Thursday, that gives Florida two of the three highest commits in the class. Wilson, the top, and Webb, the third. We were wondering when offensive recruiting would kick in, and the last two days have been great in that regard. Getting these two skill players with Wilson and Webb near the top of the class. Adding in the QB to go with them in Marcus Stokes. And it was defense. It was defense heavy. You know, we've got some offensive linemen in the class. And then it went to the defense. And now starting to see where offensive recruiting is going to go. Two of the highest three commits in the class right now have come in the last two days. Eugene Wilson at the very top and Trayon Webb third. Wilson caught 62 passes for 925 yards and seven touchdowns while working at receiver. Also made 23 tackles on defense, four interceptions on defense, five pass breakups, and he scored on a kickoff return as well. So there you go. You get that versatility, the dual threat, each side of the ball here for Eugene Wilson. Offense, defense, catching passes in the air, intercepting passes. Andrew Ivins. Offers this scouting report on Wilson and driving to 24-7 sports. A blur on tape that zigs and zags his way to the end zone. Was initially being recruited by some schools to play defensive back at the next level, but is viewed by a college football playoff regulars as a slot receiver long-term after a junior season in which he averaged just 15 yards, just under 15 yards per reception. He averaged just under 15 yards per reception. He might, like, he might lack the ideal size, believed to be close to 5'11", 165, but makes up for it 
with his smaller frame with his elite play speed. Clocked the fastest 40-yard dash time out of anyone at loaded Under Armour All-America camp in Miami this past spring and is pacing to break the 11-second mark in the 100-meter dash. While the extra gear makes him a threat to score anytime he finds a crease in the defense, elite start-stop ability combined with superb lateral burst allows him to create chunk play after chunk play. We'll stop it right there for a second because how many times have you guys listened to Gators Breakdown in the last few years and I'm going over and over again, where are the big plays in the Gator offense? Where's the explosive plays? Where are the chunk plays? Well, you're getting the guy here who has the recruiting profile, the high school profile of being able to do so. Now let's get back to the scouting report. Doesn't have a ton of experience on the offensive side of the ball as he grew up playing primarily defense, but is a creative, but is a rather creative route runner that is able to shake defenders with simple jabs of the feet and head fakes. Will eventually Need to add some mass if he's ever going to run up the middle on Saturdays, but can be dangerous on jet sweeps and end the rounds as he has a knack for slipping out of tackles and finding greener pastures. Should be viewed as a playmaking inside receiver that can turn a short gain into a long gain in the snap of a finger. Likely to provide immediate special teams value at the school of his choice as not only a return man, but also a gunner given his defensive background. He has a good chance of eventually being selected in the NFL draft, like his father, who won a pair of Super Bowls with the New England Patriots. So there's Andrew Ivins right there at 24-7 Sports. And something I want to go to because I went and looked at his huddle film, uh, Eugene Wilson, and everything Andrew mentions right there is absolutely, you see, it screams on the highlights. You know, the, the jab steps, being able to – I was – they mentioned his size there. You go and look at those highlights, I was, it, I was surprised at how physical he is. And he, he breaks those he, – he can bounce off of tackles. He can b- just pure out break tackles. I mean, he's – I like what I saw from Eugene Wilson here. There is that speed. I mean, the speed is obvious uh, when you watch the highlights. But I, they, he did point out – Provide immediate special teams. So we've complained is you know, my complaint, as I just went to it just a, a second ago, was where are the chunk plays? Where are the burst plays in Florida's offense? You know, not counting 2020. Of course, we know Kadarius, Tony, Coppes, all that. But before that, and even this past season, where are the chunk plays? Where's the big plays in the run game? Where's the creativity to, to help create those type of plays? Well, I don't know if Mullen – recruited well enough to have those players on offense and you're getting one here in Wilson. So, you know, if you're having an issue finding a chunk play in a traditional passing game or traditional run game, get him involved in this, in the jet sweeps. You'll see those on the highlights too. Very versatile player here on offense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But also, the special teams part of it, we have all said Florida needs a lot of help on special teams. And, you know, not just field goal kicking, 
punter. Where are the big plays? Where are the exciting plays? Where's the punt returns for a touchdown? Where's the kickoff returns for a touchdown? Those have been lacking big time, big time in recent years. Once again, you're getting a player here that can do that. But they did say, even as a gunner, given his defensive background, there's a highlight there in, in his huddle where he's blocking what looks like a really close extra point, uh, a field goal or extra point. I mean, he just flies off the edge and, and, and blocks it. I mean, he gets there in no time. And those are the type of big plays Florida needs. So if you go look at those highlights, that stop and start kind of player, change, change the direction specialty. Not only that, run, he runs really good routes. All right, catches the ball with his hands, you'll see that. Uh, and you know, and goes up there and snags it when, when he needs to. He's gonna he's gonna fit nicely into this slot here for Napier's offense. That yeah, all that misdirection Napier likes to you know some of the window dressing sometimes, but a lot of that misdirection. And I, I fully expect Wilson to be a be a huge player in that with all the sweeps and those handoffs and stuff. So uh, really good pickup here. I, I mean, of course, the, the ranking speaks for itself. I mean, he, he's the top-ranked player in the class right now is Eugene Wilson, and, and you see it on the, on the highlights and all the analysis out there that is, that is part of Eugene Wilson. Florida's getting a really good player here. Um, and, look, this one was going to happen. Yeah, I talked about, you know, and I hate to bring it up, but going back to, you know, Jaden Rashada and that recruitment, and I was like, you know, if you get that type of quarterback, it's a lightning rod for receivers that are out there and skill players that are out there in the, in the recruiting. But this this one was going to happen anyway. This one was going to happen anyway. Wilson was – I mean, Stokes just came into the class yesterday. Wilson had been trending Florida for a while anyway, with or without a quarterback being targeted, being kind of rumored to be a, a commit or leaning Florida. Wilson wanted to be a Gator. From that Tampa area, Tampa Gaither, he wanted to be a Gator. It didn't matter who was going to be playing quarterback for Florida. He wants to be a Gator. So you're getting a top-flight athlete, top-flight playmaker who wants to be a Florida Gator from the state of Florida. One more from the state of Florida. Let me me go. I I didn't – that one just popped in my head. But with Eugene Wilson, there's one – Webb makes it two. Nixon makes it three. Sharif Denson makes it four. Gavin Hill makes it five. Najee Harris, seven. Marcus Stokes, eight. Creed Whittemore, nine. Bryce Lovett, ten. Tyree Patterson, 11. 11 of the 12 from the state of Florida. Seriously, from Georgia. They're engaged from Georgia, so never mind. That doesn't – all but – yeah. All but two are from the state of Florida. I miscounted there somewhere. But all from two are from the state of Florida in the class right now. Twelve commits, ten from the state of Florida. We know it's a big point. We knew Florida had to recruit the state better. Getting one of the top athletes out of the state right here in Eugene Wilson. So some, there's one angle right there that, that, that Wilson brings from the state of Florida, but also one place I definitely wanted to go. I mean, look, I've been churning out episode after episode because of all these recent commits. Let's go back and take a look. This is what it looks like right here. Dating back to June 21st, Isaiah Nixon. 
June 25th, Gavin Hill. June 27th, Sharif Denson. Then TJ seriously pops on July 4th. July 7th, yesterday, got the pairing of Marcus Stokes and Trayon Webb. And then today, Eugene Wilson. Seven players there since June 21st. Seven in just the last couple of weeks. Recruiting's definitely picking up for the Gators. Puts Florida with the 19th ranked class on 24-7 sports composite. Nine four-stars, three three-stars. And the 14th ranked class on on three with seven four-stars and five three-stars. Climbing up those rankings are the Gators on the recruiting services right now. So, I mean, what, what a bounce back uh, for the class right now. I think it's fully okay to admit, you know, things were murky, maybe trending the wrong direction for several top targets that headed elsewhere. That, that happened. And we can acknowledge that's what happened. But some of the names that were at near the top of the board for Florida have also decided to commit to Florida. Not going to just dwell on who did not come, who didn't commit to Florida. Be sure to celebrate what did happen. Look, I'm, not, I'm obviously not saying it's all fixed and all is good right now. Just like when things were trending away, it's the same now when good things are happening. Let's just see where this thing goes. This month of July is going to tell us a whole lot. It's not the end all be all, but it's going it's to give us a really good indication. It's going to be a better indicator of direction, but it's, all not, it's not, not all said and done. The rebound after the, you know, the way recruiting was going is impressive. It really is. You know, if, if me and, and you and whoever I have on this podcast, you know, if we can critique when things are going bad, we certainly can praise when things are going good. And things are going really good right now. And it doesn't have to be extreme one way or the other. We don't, we don't have to be doom and gloom and we don't have to be pumping sunshine. But, you know, when good things happen, Let's discuss it. You know, Trayon Webb mentioned, you know, he saw all the attacks Billy Napier was getting out there. You know, that was one, one reason he felt like he wanted to commit. Saw the attacks, but, you know, the, that's, that's his coach. He wanted to go play for his coach. Najee Harris just tweeted the offensive lineman commit for Florida. Just tweeted a bit ago, quote, look at how fast the script got flipped. So these guys are seeing it. These guys are hearing it. They all see this, and I hope, they, and I hope now they get, they get to enjoy it with us, uh, like, like we're doing so here. Been a really fun last few days, dating back a little bit the last couple of weeks here with all these commits, these seven recent commits for the Gators. Sweet was these last few days, especially for me, the Jacksonville area. Been a lot of fun <laughs> uh, right there. I know Trayon Webb's. Uh, commitment was uh, seemed seemed to be a roller coaster, like recruiting overall. Uh, a lot of lot, lot of happenings there. That one worked out in the end. So a lot of fun being had. Hopefully not done right here for the Gators anytime soon. But you know those are the feelings. You know I hope we can move forward. 
with the good news, and it just keeps on coming. But, you know, speaking of moving forward, who's next? One reason I kind of wasn't in no hurry to record this episode, I was going to record on Friday either way. But one reason I was not in too big of a hurry was because of DeQuavia Sori, who's out there. I'm thinking anytime he can commit <laughs> any moment now, um, whether that be today, tomorrow, a week from now, two weeks from now. Um, from everything I know, still trending Florida, still good there. Um, so that's uh, I was kind of going to wait just a little bit to maybe see. You know, I was going to be no, was going to be in no hurry. Catch a little bit of dinner before I come on. If that happens, it happens. If not, okay, I'll go ahead and record uh, for Eugene Wilson record uh, for committing to Gators to the Gators. Aid Mazel started tweeting a little bit, putting putting it out there that you know wants an edit or uh, maybe an announcement coming soon. Is that a, a top school announcement? Is it? getting ready to commit to Florida, Alabama, Georgia announcement. And we'll see. That's one to be looking out for as well. There was some talk that he just may be waiting to see who Florida gets at, at, at the quarterback position before he makes a decision. It wasn't long after Marcus Stokes flipped from Penn State to Florida that Mazel says, you know, something may be happening soon. So, Maybe that's one of them. I know Andy Jean's out there, another receiver. Florida could be looking at, or definitely looking at, but could be in the mix for getting a commitment from. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So there we go. I mean, definitely not done anytime soon. July's going to be a big month. And coming up very soon, I'll be looking out for Sori. Maybe Mazel makes his decision. Those are the two right there. I'd say, you know, if we're going to start picking who who could be next, that's the first place I'd probably start looking. And Trayon Webb was supposed to be Monday. He pushed it up to Thursday, to yesterday. So far to get him in the fold. So there's no really immediate set dates out there. So I know uh, Peter Woods was going to be, while I was recording this, um, committing somewhere, last I heard, was probably going to be Clemson. I'm not sure if that's what I mean. I'll come into the chat here before I sign off, too, but I think that's where uh, that one ended up going. So, you know, I mean, okay, so see, I guess I should have said dates coming up that I feel good about. <laughs> That's probably what I should have said. Um, Brad Hensley, I see you putting it up here. I'll pop, I'll pop it up there. Getting Lucas Simmons will really add to the class. Definitely, for sure. Uh, I, I don't see it happening in Florida's favor uh, for, for, for that one. USC, FSU, 
seemed to be the two schools trending the most ahead of that one. Now, I did hear that Marcus Stokes was going to be all on him. So hopefully if he has already made a decision, that if Florida's going to end up being the choice, it could be because Marcus Stokes comes in and gets him to change his mind. I don't know how close they are. I don't know if they're really good friends or not. But that's one to definitely be looking out for uh, Monday, I believe. Uh, haven't paid too too much attention just because I don't I don't see that one happening. But I'd be I'd love to be surprised, and maybe things change. I know I think I saw Marcus Stokes reach out to him on Twitter, but I also heard that you know there might be some type of connection there. But yeah, absolutely. Would. You know, offensive offensive line recruiting, losing Kearney a couple weeks ago. Not sure trending well for Kirkland at the moment. Lucas Simmons. Definitely, definitely would be a huge pickup for the Gators in a couple ways because not sure how many more top targets are out there as far as, you know, your high-level four-star offensive lineman that Florida can maybe turn back around and get back in on. Simmons seems to be Simmons seems to be the you know best chance there, and I don't think it works out. But I want to be. I, I hope it does. Um, <laughs> Jordan says, "I selfishly hope you don't get a break from this, Dave. Me either. Me either. It. Uh, we'll see what the we'll see if the voice holds up. <laughs> uh, it definitely will." I'll be here for it all. Uh, of course, I, I, I hope I, you know, let's see, we're far as that 12 commits right now. So look, Florida's going to add, you know, there's no cap this year. So Florida can go over the 25 uh, as long as you're under that 85 man limit when, you know, you get back around to playing football next fall. Um, so who knows where the number goes for Florida? Do they stick around that 25? Do they go and push for 30? Uh, I don't think there's going to be many reaches in the class, so that tends to make me think probably still around that 25 mark. If it is around 30, that could be a good sign that Florida could bring in more top-level talent because I, like I, I don't think they're going to stretch and reach for guys like they did in the, in the initial uh, transition class. I don't think there's much need for it. So if Florida's pushing that 30, I think it's going to be a pretty good, a, a pretty good 30. I mean, if you go by 24-7 sports and, you know, what we were saying, what, nine, nine four-stars right now? I mean, that's, that's pretty good. And you keep that level up, this is going to be pretty good class. Hopefully cap it off with five-star Kermani McLean and maybe another five-star or two down the road. But trending in the right direction. And I'm, I'm like you, Jordan. Man, I, I hope I'm talking about commits left and right. This way. Uh, I, I want to lose my voice because we're talking about so many recruits. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so y'all are saying Peter Woods' announcement now. Okay, yeah. So if you're not listening to this live, of course, you'll probably already know where he's going. So probably boring you with that part right there. But uh, let's see. I'll go through a couple more comments if I can go through here. Everybody, thank you for leaving these comments, uh, the live comments on YouTube. Uh, if you're going through and listening to the replay, throw them in the comments section. Let's see. Uh, bu -bu yeah, Sam, you're saying uh, Sam Kuzma, and I'm sure there's a lot of um, 
conversation going on about Cormani. Yeah, I think uh, you, you get him in the class. I think Florida's class was probably for sure going to get top 10, stay top 10 uh, with him in the class. If you don't end up getting him, top 10 finish may be pretty difficult. In, in, in the end, I still think it would be a good class. I still think you'll hit a lot of targets, especially along the defensive line. Uh, but he's the difference maker in the class. You know, he's the he's the elite in the class. Let's see. Boop 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 boop. CV says Gene's supposed to have a top five coming out. So yeah, we'll see where that one goes. Hopefully, Florida the pick there. CV going back and saying Dave loves him some chunk plays. Oh, man, I do. <laughs> they're just so important in college football. I mean, they're important in football anyway. I don't mean to make it sound like a big difference between college and NFL, but man, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's uh, – you know, you can get by without it, but when you see struggling offense, that can be the difference maker. Da, 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 da. Let's see. All right, guys. Trying to get this Friday night going, going through the comments and trying not to bore you at the same time while I'm trying to read. So, all right, there we go. I'll go back to the bottom. Yeah, that's kind of a crazy comment there from, I guess, Chaka James. SEC hype is what it is. Some teams just choose to be average during Miami's championship season. The SEC just became relevant relevant due to revenue sharing, ESPN, hype from the media. Yeah, I guess uh, the NFL is buying into that too and just drafting in SEC players uh, the most of, out of every other conference out there over, over and over again just because of hype. Yeah, yep. NFL just believes in hype. Yeah. Crazy comment there. Let's see. All right, there we go. Uh, Sean Nicholson, what's up, Dave? Do you think there are more silent commits? I do. Um, one in particular, um, but it's kind of been around for a while. Surprised it hasn't been public yet. I'm not gonna. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm, I'm not the ruin a kid's moment kind of guy. You know, I'm not gonna throw it out there, and you know, if he. Wants to commit or whatever commit. I'm not going to be the I'm not going to be the one to to try and break the news uh, out there. So that's that's this kid's moment, not mine. Um, so you know, when they commit, I'll, I'll throw it up on Twitter. I'll do the we got to commit, but uh, you know that that's their moment. I'm not going to take that from them. But yeah, I think so. Um, one, I think for sure. As I said, I thought it would be public by now. Um, and as far as more than that. Maybe. Um, I'm just gonna leave it at one right now that I that I kind of know of. So, all right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Everybody, you can get your Friday night started, get your weekend started right there with some good news the last couple of days on the recruiting trail for the Gators. Marcus Stokes, Trayon Webb on Thursday, Eugene Wilson here on Friday. Maybe, just maybe, you'll see my face over the weekend, too. <laughs> we'll see what, what, what that means um, as far as recruiting goes. 
But all right. There we go. Uh, next episode will be probably Tuesday. Will Miles and I will finish our look at the preseason magazines um, to go along with all the recruiting talk that's out there. And then SEC Media Days the very next week. So football, football, football coming along with all the recruiting coverage coverage of a busy, busy July. So that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.